Am I overdressed or am I underdressed? That was the question that was asked of me this morning. I was on the elevator in my hotel riding to the lobby when the door opened halfway down and someone came on on the third floor. He looked at me and he says, am I overdressed or am I underdressed? I looked him up and down. He had a nice pair of jeans on. He had a, a white t-shirt and a white button-down shirt that was open. Uh, he looked very casual, but he looked very nice. Before I could answer his question, I said, where are you going? He says, well, I have a meeting. I said, awesome. What meeting is it? He says, well, it's a, it's a, it's a convention, actually, a union convention. It's here in town, and I'm in from Detroit, and I'm going to the meeting. I said, are you speaking at the meeting, or are you just participating? He says, oh, I'm just a participant. I said, wonderful. We chatted for a couple more minutes, and we arrived at uh, the lobby level of the hotel. The door opened, and I looked at him. I said, I think you look great. Have a wonderful day. He walked out to the left. I went to the right. You see, he wanted my opinion. Was he overdressed or was he underdressed? But before I could provide service to him, before I could provide value to him, I really needed to know more about him. I needed to know more about what he was trying to do. And so what happens is I needed to not only get to know him, I needed to understand his perspective. You see, we all have a perspective, and we see things through that perspective. And if we just advise people through our perspective and not take into account the full situation, the parameters of what that individual is facing, we may not give the best advice. Uh, what's overdressed for me might not be overdressed for him. Uh, what's underdressed for me might be overdressed for him. And so getting to know him enabled me to be able to advise him. As leaders, in an organization, we need to get to know our people. It, it, we need to get to know them really well. What are their aspirations? Where do they come from? What's their background? What is it that they want to achieve? Where do they want to go? Where do they see themselves in 10 years? And then our goal as leaders is to help them get there. And it may mean that in 10 years, they're no longer with our organization. And that's okay, because guess what happens? In that time frame, they're going to deliver to our organization a tremendous amount of value. In that time frame, they're going to tell others how great it is to work in this organization, and you're going to attract the best, and you're going to keep the best. And in that time frame, because of what this individual may be delivering for your organization, as well as the others that you're leading as an accountable leader, you're going to grow your organization. You're going to create new opportunities. And one of those new opportunities might just be the opportunity that that individual is looking to step into. When we're trying to help people be their best, we need to get to know them. We need to understand their perspective. And then we're positioned to help lead them to be their best. That's one of the commitments that we make as an accountable leader. I talk about that in depth in my new book, No Matter What. And it's available, so feel free to go to Amazon or hit our website and get a copy of No Matter What. It talks about the 10 commitments that accountable leaders make to the people they lead.